You're listening to the Things You Don't Hear in Church podcast, a show where your hosts, Darian and Ethan, discuss the controversial topics often avoided by the church. They also discuss culture, society, and everyday goofs. And now, Darian and Ethan. We're back. Welcome. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. Good to be back. I'm going to dig after. Yeah. <laughs> You're currently in uh, Michigan. How does it feel? Um, I would say I'm probably, if it's a Wednesday when you guys are listening to this, I'll be getting a my beard trimmed. Nice. And, uh, yeah, having a good time. You're getting your beard trimmed today. Maybe at a youth group that I w- worked at for a bit. Nice. So, I would assume it's a good day. hope it's a good day. What's the weather like in Michigan right now? Uh, it's like sunny and... What's sunny? Partially mean, cloudy. For Michigan. But, well, it's, not, it's up to like 90. It's like... Right now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Last week was like 90 for my parents. Like, I don't know what's here. So, but when I'm not getting my beard trimmed, it looks like sitting in a pool mm-hmm. with some beer and having a good time. Nice. Responsibly. Yeah. So, helping yeah. my mom around the house. What are you doing? How's Hawaii? Hawaii is good. Right now, I will be probably preparing for leading worship um, for Thursday and picking out the songs, preparing them, finding the keys and stuff like that that I sing in, uh, figuring out the band, and then probably working in the yard, stuff like that. Right on. Yep. Sounds like a good day. Yeah, not bad. Way more holy than my day. Yeah. Excited for... Worship leader. For a week from now, (laughs) finding that. (laughs) Or no, two weeks from now. Or, well, a weekend a little bit. Something, I don't know. Okay, maybe I got my beer trimmed last week. No. No, you got it turned this week. Yeah, because we did yesterday. It's going to be yeah. out tomorrow. Yeah. Which this will be out next week. So for everybody that's very confused right now, <laughs> Ethan is leaving tomorrow on the two... I don't even know what day it is today. Well, no, I've already left. So I'm oh. leaving yeah, yeah, yeah. Thursday. For us today, he's leaving Thursday, <laughs> which is a week and July one day 30th. ago for you guys. July 30th, I leave for Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> which you're listening to this like August, like... So he's like gone. That. So we're pre-recording a lot of the episodes just so we can keep putting them out. Um, we all chose episodes that don't have to do with like current things going on. So you're not missing out on anything. Yeah, you're not getting our hot takes for what's going on in the yeah. culture right now, which you definitely would miss. Maybe we'll come back with a really fiery episode. Yeah, you know about masks. About masks. That's the I most controversial thing. Outrage you could ever, culture and masks. My foot itches. You could ever do. Don't say anything about them. I. I've already been don't cussed say, out. Don't say I've already anything. been cussed out, in my opinion. Don't say anything. <laughs> I was talking to a friend I don't about get how I feel. You said you're going to get censored? I don't want to get censored. <laughs> I'm not going to say what, anything I said. I was just sharing with my friend how Wear I a feel mask. publicly. And um, this guy said, what reason do you have for not wearing a mask? <laughs> and I said, and he was like 10 feet away. I was like, excuse me? And you're sitting down at a table No, eating, no, I'm outside food, a right? restaurant. I'm about to okay. go to the restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, wait, what? And he's like, F you. And I was like, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> And then I just kindly replied as he was walking away angrily. The CDC says you don't have to wear them if yes. you're not taking care of a sick person. I think they've since then changed their opinion. Yeah. So back and forth over and over. Yeah. Someone's yeah. got a notification. Um, the only thing I'll say on the topic is everybody should definitely um, wear all of their masks that At the same time. They guard them from all the insecurities <laughs> that they have from other people they have of all the time. Um, so no one can psychoanalyze you. If you're a Christian and you're like, oh, we're, now we're getting into it. We didn't mean to get into it, but now, now I'm on it. Don't. Not, not. <laughs> Stop. I was just going to tell people they should wear them. 
Wear them. Love, love your neighbor. That just spiked on the little monitor. Yeah. I was talking about, like, masks that you put oh, on you every mean, day. Like, like walls, yeah, so you people can't physical. see. No. Bro, the Rona world. It's <laughs> making a joke. Uh, we can talk about masks. Eventually we'll talk about masks. When does it matter anymore? We should record one with masks on Batman. That sounds terrible. Well, not even Batman mask with mouth so It'll be like the teacher from Charlie Brown. The whole episode will just be like... Okay, you can wear the Batman mask, and I'll wear the Spider-Man mask. Okay. Because Batman doesn't have a beard. Yeah. I almost bought a Green Arrow cosplay, like $300 costume, really? before I came to YWAM. Did you watch Green Arrow? Mm-hmm. Almost every... I've seen every season up to, like, the last two, because since I've joined YWAM, I don't really watch TV anymore. Yeah. But very much was into the show, and very much won. I was, like... So committed to going to co- or uh, Comic Con with my friend in San really? Diego. Yeah, we're like, let's book the tickets for next year. Let's get some suits. And I was like, I can finally buy a super suit. Wow. I've been wanting a super suit my whole life. Or I thought about buying Flash's super suit hmm. and going into the gym and sprinting on the treadmill <laughs> <laughs> and then just leaving. <laughs> I liked the first two seasons of Arrow or Green Arrow, or whatever it's called. And he was cool. Yeah, and then it just got really. Cheesy, yeah. and I was like, I don't really like this anymore. I like him. He's like, you failed the city, and he's like, straight up off these dudes. Yeah, that's a superhero. He was like need. a cool, like TV Batman yeah. kind of guy, but that's killed people. Yeah, he was like, he fought humans, and yeah. then like when it got into the third season, he started fighting like mutants and stuff. And you're like, Did okay, he? third season, I don't think so. Yeah. Oh yeah, they started introducing the Flash and stuff like that. Yeah, they had yeah. Rajah Ghul there, Rachel Ghul. Depending on how it's Rajah Ghul. Different worlds, different universes. But uh, anyway, so we're continuing from last week, yesterday's episode yep. about uh, things Christians say or believe or ideas yep. we have that aren't actually in the Bible. Yes. Like, does the Bible say that? Yes. And so last week we covered a variety of topics. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have them in front of me. And I, it was yesterday, but it's been a long, <laughs> long 48 hours, but I do not have all of them memorized. Yeah. So yeah, so let's get a quick review. What do we do? Yeah, I mean, we talked about a lot of stuff. We talked about things that people think are in the Bible that aren't actually in the Bible, and also scenarios that people think are in the Bible that aren't in the Bible. One, we talked about Moses, and everybody thinks Moses has, like, a speech impediment, when actually, in Exodus, uh, it just says that he has a slow tongue. He's not very confident in his speech. He doesn't have a diagnosed um, speech impediment. He just... Had been hanging out with sheep for forty years and <laughs> hasn't talked to a lot of people in a while. He's like, God, that's a bad plan. <laughs> yeah, so, so we talked about a lot of interesting stuff. You know, cleansiness is like the godliness. Yep, stuff yep. like that. So but, I'm more excited for this episode. Though. Yeah, we got some so, some great ones. Uh, last time we talked about it, we said it was salt. It was some some Midwestern white people salt yep. episode. Yep. For, now we're bumping it up to salt and pepper. Yep, like getting real spicy. Uh, so we're going to start it off hot with the idea of hate the sin, love the sinner. Mm. Right? We have this idea where, I mean, like, it's, it's a good sentiment. You know, it's not bad to love people. Mm-hmm. That's what we're supposed to do. But they make it this absolute truth. And, and as a Christian, it's like, hate the sin, love the sinner. Mm. And yesterday we were talking about it, and I kept messing up. I kept saying, hate the sinner, love the sin. No. <laughs> I, t- no. I literally, for the podcast, <laughs> I wrote it down like that. And when you said that, I was like, yeah, I think I said it that way. And I looked at my notes. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I wrote it down. So this idea is not like, well, maybe the idea is in the Bible, right? But there's right. not a Bible verse that says right. this or a Bible verse that, 
like yeah, says this explicitly outright. We're called as people mm-hmm. to love all people regardless of who they are and what they've done. Yeah. And love looks differently. You no, know, love doesn't mm-hmm. always look like this person. I'm in a toxic relationship. I love them, so I forgive them and still be with them. No, sometimes love looks like cutting it off and telling them like, hey, I'm not going to be with you mm-hmm. until you get it together. Yeah. You know, and, and love looks out for the whole the whole person coming to Christ and being better as opposed to mm-hmm. just like being ran over per se. Like, yeah. You know, in a lot of relationships, people say, I don't, need, I don't want to leave this person even though he's beating me because I want to love them. It's like, mm-hmm. no, love looks like you saying, hey, I'm going to remove myself from this until you get it under control. Mm-hmm. And then we can maybe talk about that, but it's not safe for me to be around you. And it's not loving for me to allow you to keep hurting people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and that, you're supposed to hate sin, of course, yeah. right? And you're supposed to be livid against sin. Like, hate sin. Yeah. And this is like, yeah. And I hate, yeah, so hate sin, all sin, every form of sin. Yep. For yeah, I just have this idea right now coming to my mind where it's like, there's so like the people in the homosexual community, right, mm-hmm. or the LGBTQ community, mm-hmm. they feel a lot of aggression from from Christians um, about their lifestyle, right? And it's mm-hmm. like weirdly for some reason Christians like to hone in on that one thing and say, "That's wrong. God hates you." Yeah. Like, no, God doesn't hate them. God hates what they're doing. Yeah. Right. But guess what? God also hates gossip. God also hates manipulation. God also mm-hmm. hates. Lying. alcoholism lying so like mm. god is as mad about their sin as he is about you gossiping about how your church is not preaching good enough messages for you yeah you know absolutely and this this like exact phrase originated from augustine who's one of the original church fathers um but it was mostly popularized by gandhi mm. gandhi um who if like if y'all don't know him who was a very 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 famous um uh, spiritual figure back in Who the day. Who doesn't know about Gandhi? I don't know. Some people. I yeah. forget if it was Buddhism or Hinduism that he believed in. Also um, pronounced Gandhi. I don't think so. <laughs> Just spelled that way. Yeah. So that was like a, a proverb that he said all the time. Like, uh, hate the sin, love the sinner. And that's why it was popular. And then somehow Christians got a hold of it and also wanted to use it no. too. It's a good Which, sentiment. Yeah, the sentiment is good. Um, just it, the exact phrase is not in the Bible yeah. anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's move on to the next one. All right. Gary, what are we dealing with this time? So this next one is to be in the world but not of the world. So just like the last one, um, the sentiment is true, right? We're supposed to be in the world but yeah. not of the world. But that exact phrase is never in Scripture, right? You can't, you, can't, you can't find that in Scripture anywhere. So I'll read a couple of verses that people usually conflate with this one. Um, we sound very similar but are different. Usually people think uh, Jesus... Uh, said this on the Sermon of the Mount, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but here, I'll read a few different verses. Um, one is John fifteen nineteen. Let me get to it real real fast here. Where's your paper Bible? Bro, mm. It's in my room. Unacceptable. John fifteen nineteen says, If you are of the world, the world will love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I, oh, but you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, Therefore, the world hates you. So that's one that usually people can play with it. Encouraging. And another one is John 17, 14 through 15. And it says, I have given them your word, and the world has hated them. For they are not of the world anymore, uh, any more than I am of the world. My prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. So the sentiment is definitely in Scripture. But the exact quotation of... Right. be in the world but not of it 
is not found in the Bible, at least not yeah. in any reputable translation. And it's, yeah, and it's a true statement. You're supposed to be living in the world but not adjacent mm-hmm. to it, not doing things that affirm the actions of the world in regards to the sin nature, yeah. right? And and not having anything to do with that stuff or promoting things that mm-hmm. would lead that way. That's yeah. true. It's just not in the Bible. Right. Per, like exactly like that. So Absolutely. there's another one. Sentiment's good, but not the verse. Word for word, it's not in the Bible. Cool. 100%. On to the next one. Number three. God won't give you more than you can handle. Ooh. Darius suggested this when we were talking about it. He's like, how about this one, dude? God won't give you more than you can handle. And I literally said, <sighs> people think that? And I was like, I don't know. I think it was like his some emotional part of me where I just got so upset because I was like, that is a lie because there's been times in my life where God's mm. put me in situations and I'm like, God, I can't do this. Yeah. And if you have that idea where it's like, oh, God can't give you more than you can handle. There's two avenues that you can have whenever you face hardship. You're either going to think, God's a liar. Mm-hmm. I don't want to follow him. Or this must not be that bad, so I guess I can do it. Right. And then you're going to go on in your own strength. So right. either you're going to give up or do it in your own strength. Right. Neither of them are good. Right. God will give you things you can't handle for the purpose of you falling on his grace and mm-hmm. him saying, yes, I'm strong in your weakness. Yeah. Like Paul. Absolutely. Right? And that's sort of what uh, 1 Corinthians 10 says, that um, he will like not uh, tempt us with anything we can't persevere through right right but that he he goes to the helper to get through yeah that, right? but he doesn't even tempt us like james says that like no yeah. temptation comes from god right right but when we go through temptation right that someone is like then it's like you're not being tempted by anything that's uncommon right. to man or that you can't bear right and the end of that verse says that he always gives us a way out right so he provides an escape from something that we can't bear yeah right so we will be faced with lots of things all time that we can't bear right mm-hmm. like i'm pretty sure jonah couldn't like overcome being swallowed by a fish. Like he was presented with something that that he couldn't bear, and God was imagine? the one that got him through it when he kind of repented. Yeah. Could you imagine like like Jonah having that teaching going in youth group that like God won't give me more than I can bear? Get swallowed by a fish and think, okay, well I'm alive in a fish. I must be strong enough to get out. Of I can fish. do this. All right. He starts punching the tongue. Just like, okay. Digging his way out. But yeah, like every time there's gonna be like there's gonna all throughout your life if you're following Jesus it's going mm. to be very hard mm. and it's going to be you're going to need God's grace to get you through that yeah. and that's the whole point of the Christian life is to yeah. glorify God and him showing up in our faults yeah you, you know? can look at the whole story of the of the Bible and especially the Old Testament it's the Israelites trusting God that he'll like help them through any trial or circumstance they get in and they get past it and they think cool I did that myself I think I'm good now I don't need you anymore God and now I'm going to do everything by myself like that teaching would say, yeah. and then they get a little, really bad. a little dicey. A little it's dicey. It's real rough. Yeah. Okay, so that one's disputed. <laughs> Let's go on to the next one. Number four. Okay, what's number four? God helps those who help themselves. Ooh, so this one is very, very interesting. <laughs> um, guess where it's from. It just pick a, like a religious book, like very popular religious book, and guess which one this actually came from. The Bible. And, Oh, that's what we're talking about. It's not yeah, in the Bible. Yeah. Oh, what Try am again. I? Okay. Try again. Book of Mormon. Nope. Uh, Quran. Yep. A... Came from the Quran. So this like exact sentiment um, that God helps those who help themselves. 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 That, that Missouri coming up. That ain't from the Bible. That's from the Quran. And so that's actually straight from the Quran. Um, and the Bible would like echo the exact opposite sentiment, right? Um, 
like one of the most classic Romans verses, uh, Romans 5, 8, says like the exact opposite of this thing, right? That yeah. Jesus Christ, while we were still sinners, died for yeah. us, right? So and he helped us yeah. when we couldn't. And Jesus himself says, I did not come to those who are righteous or for those who are, I came to those who are sick and need a physician. Yeah. He's, so he's like, so Jesus' whole ministry is like, no, if you need, if you can do it yourself, I didn't come for you. That's yeah. not, that's not what I'm about. Yeah. So it's so funny that we have this idea. Yeah. And it's interesting. I never knew that came from the Quran mm-hmm. because at least in American Christianity, we have such a aggression towards Islam, right? Mm-hmm. Which I think is like, in some ways you can have an aggression towards things that aren't godly as like a righteous anger, but mm-hmm. then we fall into the American propaganda and we don't love them, right? And so yeah. it's wrong. So The people group. Yeah. The religion. And right? like, yeah. Like we have met the people group, and like honestly, Muslims like that I've met from Afghanistan and mm-hmm. when I was in Greece and stuff like that, the kindest people I've ever met in my life that I've like learned how to be a better Christian from them, mm-hmm. right? But it's like I think it's funny that like all these Christians are like God helps those who help themselves, yeah, Jesus, and then they're like I hate Muslims, and it's like, well, you're using you're listening to their book right now, yeah, it's the exact opposite of what the Bible teaches over and over and over that God's the one who is your provider and your helper. And that you can't do it yourself. Yeah. I think these last all two, the Bible says. I think these last two, God won't give you more than you can handle, and God helps those who help themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of just are results of the Amer- the American dream mixed in with Christianity, mm-hmm. where the American dream is like pull yourself up by your bootstraps and press on, and you'll be able to make something of yourself, yeah. right? And then it's like, but with Jesus, because He's going to give you favor because He loves right. you, right? But is God going to get? Are you God's favorite? I mean, that's. Go oh, listen to our, a couple of episodes ago. You'll find out if you're God's favorite. We should, <laughs> we, should make a, we should make a quiz. I don't know, bro. We got pre- we got prayed for, and uh, I was told that the favor of God, favor God was upon him. So I looked at Darius and said, "In your face, nerd." <laughs> so a quiz would be funny though, like a, a podcast quiz to see who's like an OG yeah. fan. Are you God's favorite? Here's a quiz. <laughs> That's all. That, if we did like a yeah, like a. A podcast quiz like mm-hmm. and what episode did this happen I wouldn't even be able to answer them people come up to me and like oh I remember that like that was so funny you said this or they'll like reply to something I said on the story yeah. on, the, on the podcast I'm like yeah what like <laughs> one time someone messaged me they're like those 13 minute naps are great and I was like yeah. one of our good friends and I was like what and she's like your podcast I was like oh I was like yeah right I forgot I said that dude this is like our 23rd podcast I think pretty crazy we're older than our podcast yeah by one episode <laughs> See what happens. All right, so All right. this next one yeah. is a classic. Probably probably the most rapped about and tattooed line. Misrepresented ideas. Yeah, that's not in the Bible in its totality. It's me very upset. Right? And this is that only God can judge me. What do you think? <laughs> classic. Oh, I'd be like, boo. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. So there's a whole, I guess so like, I love this question so much because people always say like only God can judge me or like I'll say something about a Christian leader saying I don't know why they did this mm-hmm. when the Bible says this this and this and like well you can't judge them it's only God's place and I'm like yeah you don't read, read the, the Bible. Bible you don't read the Bible someone can read the Bible <laughs> just like <laughs> the Arthur meme with the fist <laughs> okay so here's the thing as a Christian you're not supposed to judge those who are not Christians, mm-hmm. right? You're not supposed to judge not Christians. Basically, don't expect non-Christians to act like Christians. Yeah. You can judge Christians because they, by their own lifestyle and, and what they say they live by, mm-hmm. Christ, yeah. have called themselves to the standard. So as the, as your as their brother or sister, yeah. you can say, hey, I see you living this way. You know, like, 
if a Christian's out there getting drunk all the time, it's like, hey, man, I see you're out there. You're, you're loving Jesus. You're doing a great job. Mm-hmm. But I also see this area where where I've seen you you like slip up a few times, quite a few times, and mm-hmm. you've fallen into being drunk. I just want to yeah, have a conversation with them also. Yeah. If you have that emotional relationship, you know, it's also that you got to know your place in their life. Mm-hmm. But also you can say like, hey, that's not good. That's sin. Mm-hmm. God wants to call you higher. Yeah. And they would say, don't judge me, bro. Yeah. But that's not judge. I mean, yes, it's judging. It's holding the standard yeah. by what they've already affirmed. Yeah. Right. And so what, what scripture do we have to back our points up here? Um, I think you have. I don't have. Oh, you don't have it up there? I think it's uh, Corinthians 5. Wow, that could have been a whole commercial what I just did. Throw my Bible up. And you could. That would have been great. What version, you, what version are you reading from? Oh, uh, NASB. Corinthians 5. Best version. It's not actually. Corinthians 5. I don't have an opinion on it. Oh, yeah, I'm there now. If you want me to read it's it. really good. NASB is good, but it's not like the best. You want me to read it or you have it? I got it. Okay. I think I'm going to start. Um, yeah, so I'll just catch you guys up. Paul's talking about like people passing judgment on other Christians, right? Mm-hmm. In 1 Corinthians 5, starting in 12, and we'll go to 6 and something else. And so Paul says, For what have I to do with judging outsiders? Do you not judge those who are within the church? But those who are outside, God judges. Remove the wicked man from among yourselves. The wicked man there being a uh, hypocritical Christian who right. is not repentant. Right. So not saying non-Christians. Yeah. And then it says, um, and then throughout 6, I'm not going to read it all, but like it, verse 3 says, Do you not know that you will judge angels? How much more matters in this life? And that, that's talking about now Christians having legal issues with one another. Yeah. But he's saying, you're going to be, like, he's like, you're you're not supposed to judge outsiders, like, non-Christians. Yeah. That's for God's judgment. That's not your area right. because you don't know what they're going through. You don't know what's happening in their life. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. But those who are in the church, and obviously you don't know everyone's story of who's in the church, mm-hmm. but you have people in your community that you know, you can judge them in a way that calls them higher to obedience to God. Because we're supposed to. We're supposed mm. to hold each other accountable. It's yep. very godly. It's, it's actually loving. Like earlier mm. we talked about that, like with the hate the sin, love the sinner idea, right? Like it's a loving of you to call out something that's destructive yeah. in another person's life. Yeah. Such as like porn addiction or mm. alcoholism or drug abuse or, mm. or m- malicious gossips, you know, stuff like that. Mm. And so with that being said, like I think in... Uh, one of the shorter books in the Old Testament or New Testament, it says, um, it says those who go and correct a brother and he receives them cover up a multitude of sins. Yeah. Yep. You know? And so you can judge those who are in the body of Christ. Obviously you have to do it with wisdom and serious love and Mm -hmm. and humility and not Mm -hmm. saying like, man, you're bad, 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 bad. But Mm -hmm. you can say like, Hey, I don't understand like why you think this is okay. And like, I have that conversation, you know? Mm -hmm. And a callback to uh, like three or four episodes ago when we talk about what culture is best, right? We come from a very autonomous culture. Yeah. And like this saying is a very autonomous way of looking at culture, mm-hmm. right? Like only God can judge me is a very me, like I'm looking out for me, you look out for you and leave me alone kind of yeah. mindset where we're called to live in a theocratic culture, right? Uh, theocratic? Theonomous? Theonomous, sorry. A theonomous culture um, where we're all like a community. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if we're keeping, if we're in that community that God's commanded us to be in, we're keeping each other accountable, and we're all looking out for each other. We're thinking yeah. of others before ourselves, and that's that's a huge part of loving other people is thinking of them before ourselves, and especially when, um, not necessarily like calling them out in like a bad way, but like we're like we have this beautiful life to live, and I want to make sure you live it with me in yeah. the best way we can, and I don't want to see you like suffering. Yeah, and, so I'm trying to help you. Yeah, and it also has to do with like 
loving God, like a life in service to God, although depending on your calling might not be very glamorous. Yeah. It's fulfilling and it's fruitful. And mm. there's like, you can have the Holy Spirit in there and any sin that's in there is mudding that up and pulling yeah. you away from that. So it's like saying, I want you to have your best life in the presence of God that you can have. Mm-hmm. Not best life like Joel Osteen says, but yeah. best life in the presence of God that you can have. Mm-hmm. And it's only going to be had by not entertaining these sins you have. Mm-hmm. I think <clears> this know? is like, one of the main reasons we even started the podcast, right? Because yeah. it's it's all talking about how, um, like, at least for me, like back home, the reason people get so, like, following so easily is because no one's looking out for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the person doesn't show up to youth group for, like, if you're in high school for a month and you're like, oh, I guess he's just not coming back. Right. Maybe you shoot him a text once and they're like, yeah, I'm fine, I'm just not coming in anymore. Or something like that, yeah. and then like they don't believe in God anymore. And all of a sudden, did, they're like atheists. Are like, Whoa. yeah, you did no work to try to help your brother out. When yeah. that's what the Bible like calls you to do, living in community. Can yeah. you imagine like, um, say like you play a sport, and like one of the best players on the team that you're like best friends with, like doesn't come to practice that day? Like you'd be on him for sure. You'd yeah. be like, bro, we got a big game Saturday. You didn't practice. Like we got we got to be going. Like that's the kind of community and culture heck? we love and mm-hmm. we want to build and the Bible calls us to build um, within ourselves, right? Yeah. One that keeps each other accountable and like and doesn't let like little slips happen. And if they do happen, um, to like help each other out. Yeah, pick you know them up, mean? like remind them of their identity and and pray that they're repentant and mm-hmm. move on, right? Yeah. There's like <clears throat> hardly any support for people who start slipping because we're such an individualistic culture. Yeah. Well, we're getting short on time, so let's yep. move on to the last one. Last one's kind of a fun one. Um, I've heard a do, multitude do, 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 of people say this, and probably have said this to people before. I have 100% told this to people <coughs> and thought I was 100% right. And there's still an argument to say that yeah, we are right. It's definitely a debate on this one. There's also an argument to say we're not right, so we're going to bring it up. Yeah. So this one is that Satan, the devil, the accuser, the Satan, Hastan. <laughs> That's a, like Hebrew's like H A, but yeah, I think Satan is how I've heard it pronounced weird, weird flex, in, in Greek. Um, but that he was heaven's worship leader, right? And I've heard this everywhere. Like he was like the best musician, and like all of these he things. Was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. He was the best musician, and he led all the angels. Yeah. And then he said, "Well, this part is true." He said, "Shoot, I want that throne." <laughs> Right? Bro, look at me, dude. I think he's I'm like, God. bro. You know how good I am at music. I can totally run the universe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Satan being a worship leader is this idea that's popularized, and there is a case to be made. I, I thought like well, I like yesterday when we were talking about it, I was like, honestly, bro, I thought that he was a worship leader until the other day yeah. when you showed me this article. Yeah, I was like, I, so I'm just newly like like oh I was wrong. Yeah, okay. So to we said there was a little bit of a debate on this one. Um, I currently, in just the research I've done, am under the understanding that he was not like the main like worship leader. I think like all of heaven is worshiping God together, and there's not just like one person worshiping God like as the main worship right. leader. And that's kind of the picture we get is like all the angels proclaim. It doesn't say like right. there might be hierarchy. There's hierarchy in the heavenly realms, but it's not mm-hmm. like okay, you're the worship leader. Yeah, you're the slides guy. Yeah, you're doing the sound. <laughs> I can imagine Satan probably could sing and like praise God like really well because the Bible says that he was like. God's um, like most beautiful creation at that point, yeah. right? He was like the best of all the angels, the most beautiful one, like the most powerful one. Like he was the top angel, even like trumping like all uh, the two other like really good angels, Gabriel, Gabriel Michael, and Michael, like yeah. right? So he was like above those two, which were like the second tier angels. He was also created. a dragon, which is really cool. Yeah, there's a lot of imagery. Um, but I'm gonna read you right now the 
only. Yeah, real quick, I just want to say, I don't think Satan's cool. I realize yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think Satan's cool. He was cool. He was cool. He was. He now was he's cool. not. Now he's evil. We hate him. Yeah. He's probably so beautiful and all the kind of things. I just started thinking about that meme where it's like, yeah, F the devil. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we hate this guy. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways. You can tell a story if you want. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I'm about to read you this verse. This is the only time that... Um, that the devil and like music are mentioned together in the Bible. I gotta find it. Hold on. Okay, it's Ezekiel twenty-eight thirteen. Um, and for some like references, Satan in his description is mentioned so scarcely throughout the Bible. Uh-huh. A lot of the times where people think Satan is even mentioned in the Bible, um, his name isn't used. Just like an accuser or a questioner is yeah. used as like a person. So that could be him, but it's not specifically calling out like a, a being of Satan. It's right. just like an accuser. So this is one time where Satan himself necessarily isn't being called out or assuming he's Satan. It's talking about uh, the king of Tyre, um, which people um, probably well assume that is referring to Satan, right? I would say yeah, that's imagery. Yeah, that's my opinion. It's imagery. It doesn't yeah. straight out say it's Satan, but like, you can pretty it's easily correlated. deduce yeah. that, yeah, it's correlated to Satan. So, yeah. Is that Ezekiel you're talking about? Yeah, so this verse is Ezekiel twenty-eight thirteen, and it says, um, You are in Eden, and it's talking about the king of Tyre right now. Um, you are in Eden, the garden of God. Every kind of precious stone covered you. Um, a word I don't know that's a rock that's precious. Topaz, diamond, um, another word I don't know. A um, couple other words I don't know. Jasper. Um, lapis, lazuli, and turquoise, um, emerald, and your mountings, um, oh sorry, and your mountings and your settings were crafted in gold. They were prepared on the day you were created. So the controversy goes in, um, in these two words, um, your mountings and your settings were crafted in gold. Yeah. Because those two words, depending on what version of the pod, or of the, uh, of the Bible you read, um, say, like, harp and lyre instead of mountains and settings. Yeah. Um, it's only, like, the new uh, English translations that we have that say um, mountains and settings. If you read the King James Version, it does say, like, harp and lyre, but it depends on how you translate those two uh, Hebrew words. Mm-hmm. And I'm not someone that translates the Bible. I don't know history very well. I haven't read a lot of other extra-biblical Greek texts. I don't know right. how to translate that word. I just know that most English translations translate it mountains and settings. Yeah. And that the only version that I know of that translates it, musical instruments, is the King James and New King James. I think NIV might also. Okay. I could be wrong. So, that's the only verse that has music and musical instruments yeah. and Satan in the same one. So, even if it was, like, harp and lyre, it would still just be saying, like, that he had instruments that were made of gold. Right. And it was, yeah, so it's, and like, I think you mentioned it earlier, like, also, that it could be used as, like, in a jeweler's sense. Like, yeah. Like, the settings, right? Yeah. And so, the the verse before, talking about all the, the jewels, would make sense that it also means settings and, and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. And not randomly throwing a curveball of music in there. So, yeah. if you want to interpret it that way, that he's a worship leader... I don't see it, any harm in it. Like, yeah. whatever. Okay. As long as you're not crafting, like, whole sermons around an assumption in your opinion of, like, this one verse. Yeah. Which I, I've heard before, but yeah. whatever. I've heard that too. Like, I'm like, whoa, that's so super cool. We should go talk to you about that. Like, right. I've, like, had a conversation with them. Like, did you know Satan was a worship leader? Yeah. Because then people always get brought up, like, wait, really? What yeah. about Satan? Because like, there's not a lot known. It's like, 
when you know something that people don't know, it seems cool, right? Mm-hmm. But it turns out it just depends on how you view that word. Yeah. And it, even if you view it in its in its King James Version view, it still doesn't mean he's a worship leader. Yeah, it it doesn't, just means that he had gold <laughs> instruments. Yeah. Which probably lots of like angels worship God with instruments. Gold instruments in heaven might just be like wood for us. Yeah. You know, like we don't even know what heaven has. Yeah. They're just like, hey, boy, you got a gold guitar. Like, oh, Come gold, on. It's gold. And we're just right. like, oh, it's gold. And he's like, bro, this thing, I'm, this, this, this gem doesn't even exist on earth. Like, <laughs> it was a limited edition signed by Jesus as Yahweh up here. <laughs> Yahweh up here in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, by Yahweh. Yeah, so it's not necessarily a big deal. It's just fun yeah. to talk about. It's not like theology. Yeah, but it's like, one I definitely grew up hearing all the time um, and it was very popular. I thought we would yeah. dispel that one a little bit. And you can still believe it. It's not a big deal. Like, yeah, you do. You shouldn't. But I would it. say just it's kidding. probably not legit. <laughs> it's just that you don't have a lot of ground to stand. You can do it. Yeah. But Yeah, you can. You just don't have a lot of... You have, like, one interpretation of one word yeah. in the whole Bible. Yeah. And then it's the rest already of a vague verse. Yeah. A little, so, little flimsy. Good luck with that. I mean, I kudos to you if you do it. That'd be pretty cool. But yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Yep. But it's just fun. That's it. Episode two, all completed. Let's go. Thanks, guys, so much for listening. I really like these like two part episodes. This is the Me second too. one we've done. Um, the first one was on paradoxes. Uh, parado- perceived contradictions. Perceived in the Bible. contradictions in the Bible. Yeah. So this is the second two part series we've done. Let us know if you guys like them or if you don't like them. Yeah. If you want to be shorter or longer, whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. Message us your questions that you had. Yep. Go watch us on YouTube if you want. That's by now it should hopefully be changed to. Yeah. Uh, I don't even remember the name. I got you. It's the acronym for things Think, you don't hear in church podcast. Yeah, I got right? you. It's right here. T Y D H C. Yeah. Pod. Or maybe Maybe just, not pod. Maybe just that. Yeah. So you want to say it one more time for the people? Oh, I just. Oh, yeah, let me get it back. <laughs> <laughs> That's T Y D H C. Yes. Maybe pod. Maybe not. Well, you'll find us. Yeah. If you're. Subscribe right now. For, or you should subscribe last week. We should have told you that last yeah. episode. Subscribe so you can see when our episodes come out. Mm-hmm. And um, if you want to support us, if you like what we're doing, mm-hmm. and you think that God's using this to reach mm-hmm. people and, and yourself, like mm-hmm. we're, we pray and hope it does, and you want to sow into it, mm-hmm. then go for it. I mean, yeah, that'd be super cool. Yeah. Our target audience is like kids that are in youth group and people that are asking questions about their faith that they've never been able to answer themselves, yeah. right? So kids, College kids, too. Yeah, college kids, people that are struggling in their faith or they have hard questions that they have never been able to answer. So please, share with your youth groups, share with your college groups. Um, just Invite get us it. out to speak. Yeah. We love that. That'd be super cool. We have Legit, that. though. We love speaking. Yeah. Like, we're not in this at all for, like, the money or fame. Like, we just want people's questions to be answered so they don't mm-hmm. um, leave a great relationship with Jesus behind. Yeah. And we just want to spark conversations that are meaningful that lead to glorifying God mm-hmm. through gray areas, you know? And mm-hmm. it's a big deal. So. Yeah. Um, I guess that's all that's we it. have to say. And yeah. we love you guys, and we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye.